Welcome to Colors and Cocktails. This is Amanda. And this is Vanessa. It's Friday, November 14th, and we are at the end of a pretty good week and have all kind of stuff going on, right? <coughs> Sorry. <laughs> so much that it makes Amanda choke. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I got a, got a jam-packed week ahead of me, and this week, you know, it's good. Yeah, yeah, this week is... Well, what have you been up to this week, then? Uh, I don't know. Okay. Well, you've been knitting. <laughs> I know that much because I saw you doing some of it. Yes, I was knitting on my Ross Farms shawl. Oh, with, yeah. That is looking with so pretty. Oh, yeah. And the name of the shawl is Kalala. <laughs> look that up. Let me look that up. Okay. Because I don't know how to pronounce it, I don't think, properly. Caradal, C-A-R-R-A-D-A-L. Okay. And it is by Lucy Haig. Well, it's looking gorgeous, and I can't wait to see what happens with it. But you're not taking it with you when you go on your big trip, are you? No. You're going to actually leave it at home. I'm going to leave it at home. Huh. Number huh. one, because it's at the cabled section. When you look at the, the pattern... It, you, it gets kind of complicated. Yes. So I'm leaving it at home, and I'm taking Adam's sweater. Mm -hmm. Hopefully, hopefully in the time I have in the car, because it's going to be about a seven-hour car ride for us. It's, you know, hopefully I can get most of the body done and possibly the rest of his sleeves done. So that when we get home, all I have to do is do the joined-up yoke e-section. Which would be perfect. It would be perfect, because... For some reason, Georgia is having a terrible cold snap. Yeah, it just got so freezy outside. It's time to wear the knitwear. Yes, like all of a sudden. All of the knitwear at once. <laughs> yeah, because, you know, we're not used to it here. So no. <laughs> last week it was like 75, and now it's 35. Yeah, it was truly 28 this morning on the way uh, yeah. to school. And so. Georgia doesn't, we don't deal with that very well. Mm-mm. Well, we're okay until it starts actually snowing. Then we're really yeah. in trouble. Yeah, we are. Well, we're not going to talk about that because you're not going to have any snow in Florida. No, because the family and I, were going to Orlando. Yeah. We're going to spend the week at Disney World. It's going to be awesome. So you have that seven-hour drive. I hate to break it to you, but it's probably going to be a little longer than that. Because it just is. You just It just is. I just know. We we tend to drive <laughs> faster than the speed limit. Oh, amount. I see. So we we do we speed. So you know. So maybe it will. Well, you'll yeah. have to report back on that then. Yeah, I will. Just well, nobody report us to the you know cops or anything. Yeah, be on the lookout. Yeah, well, be on the lookout. Well, what I was thinking about when I was thinking about not only your Disney knitting but the travel knitting in itself is. First of all, what vehicle are you are you going to be in a, the car or the truck or We're going to be in the car, which is the two-door Mustang. Oh my, okay. Yes, and you've ridden in that. You know how loud it's and how miserable you can be. Just imagine <laughs> when you don't get to put the seat in a comfortable position because you have a 6-year-old behind you. Yeah, that's It's unpleasant. I'm not looking forward to this. Well, there's more than that then with your travel knitting because when you knit in a car, well, I've been thinking about this because I've done plenty of those long trips, and I have a 11-hour one coming up to Maryland soon. I look back on those trips, and I think what made my car knitting more problematic 
you know, sometimes. Mm -hmm. And I thought, you know, we should share some of those ideas with our listeners because there's going to be a lot of holiday travel with a lot of people, I'm sure, coming up. <laughs> Problematic that I've had is um, trying to do something too complicated that you have to pay attention to. Yeah, that's So cabling definitely. or color work or anything remotely complicated for me is right out because I don't get car sick unless I have to look down a oh. lot and I have to look at my knitting constantly to check to see what I'm doing. Mm. Bad news bears. Wow. Yeah. So the good thing about Adam's sweater is he, ha the body is all stockinette and it's oh. in the round. So I just have to just go. Knit. Yeah. yeah. But knit, 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 knit. and you just have to keep an eye on how long you've gone then. Because, right. Like, so I have yeah. a, a tape measure and I'm, I'm going to have my little kit with me, my mm -hmm. little whatever they're called notions kit notions kit. Yeah, notions. Thank you. i have a notion the thing that i learned very early on was dpns are just not an option for the the car because you know how often i drop that last needle like every so often but just often enough in a car that you drop that one skinny little dpn and it's going to go down by the rails and you're going to have to wait till your next stop to get it true so I hope you're, I mean, not, you're not using DPNs, though. You're doing no, Magic no, Loop no, no. on that, are you? No, I got Magic Loop. I mean, I do have a sock on DPNs right now. I thought about taking it because I'm just at the gusset for the mm -hmm. heel. But I think we're going to take some vocabulary yarn that I kind of dyed in secret here. You oh. haven't seen it. Oh, okay. Your secret yarn. A secret yarn. So I started the cuff today, so I wouldn't have to worry about getting started mm -hmm. at Disney. So I'm going to get the ribbing done. So I'm going to do t 10 rounds of that. And then that is what I'm going to take with me in the parks. Are you doing two at a time or one at a time? One at a time. That's good. I want to see how far I can get on one sock in one week at the park. Absolutely. Well, you know, there's, there's an actual um, post online. We'll put the link to it up about knitting in line at Disney. And it's all about how this woman really what she accomplished in all the lines and how many things she was able to finish. It was pretty fun. Nice. Yeah. So, so yeah, so that's, can be done. that's my goal. So my goal besides knitting the sock, mm -hmm. my goal is to have my picture taken with as many characters holding the sock. Ooh, I love it. That's awesome. And then you'll always have, these will be your Disney socks. Basically. Yeah. My Disney socks. That's really fun. That's a great idea. And I did dye two of these skeins. Mm-hmm. I don't remember what I did because it was weeks ago and I thought I wrote it down, but it apparently... So didn't. it's not only a super secret, but it's uh, probably not repeatable. Exactly. So oh, okay. you can put this up as a special edition Disney. <laughs> one-time Disney sock. One-time Disney sock. Somebody else can get the other one if they want. It, well, that's after I take a look at it because if I claim Oh, it, yeah. That's you know, true. Yeah. that's You get first dibs. <laughs> I do. Definitely. <laughs> that's the nice thing about having your own yarn. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Well, I'm excited to see how far you get. And I love your idea of taking the pictures with the characters because that's mm -hmm. just fun. That's Because I love, like, characters and oh, yeah. thing and having pictures taken with them. Like, I've put in my little calendar little reminders when certain characters that I really love oh. are, are like, going to be at the park. So I know wow. Monday when we're at Epcot that um, Mary Poppins is going to be there at noon excellent so you'll be able to like see if you can hunt down mary mary poppins was one of my favorite movies growing up i just i love it 
I think it's the first one I remember seeing in a theater. I mean, it was a rerun by then still. Oh, okay, because I'm like... Yeah, no, I'm not really? I'm not as old as that, but no, they were playing I, I, it again because they used yeah. to every well, so often. I, yeah, yeah I saw 101 Dalmatians in the theater. Yeah, see, every so often they would bring them back into theaters because that's before everyone had VCRs. So mm -hmm. truly, it was probably like 1975 or something, yeah. or maybe four-ish, something like mm -hmm. that. But, but yeah. that was also when movies were in the theater for 800 years. Too. That's true. That's true. You didn't have to catch it within the first three weeks or else you were going to miss it. Yeah. Now that they have a rotation going. Mm-hmm. Well, on my travel knitting, I, you know, I have, I'm still working on my Marin, which I'm really enjoying. And that's an easy travel knitting one, I think at this point. Yeah. And, but I have two balls of yarn and then I have the same thing going on with my vodka lemonade because I'm alternating skeins because that's always a good thing to do when you're working with hand dyed yarn and that makes a simple project just a little bit more well a little less simple you know you have to See, deal with that I don't think so because I just keep going and going and going rotating but, it yeah you too but like and when then you're in a car at, and at you some point I just pick it up and let it twist yeah and twist so I go with it, but like it's not something you can walk around with. It's not a portable project in a way that a sock would be, for instance. You know? True. And when you're when you're in line, you're gonna have to have. I mean, rig up how you're gonna carry this stuff. I would say personally, I would have my knitting in a separate little bag. From, oh, I do. Okay. I have um, a bag from Chica Chica uh -huh. A or Chick A. Mm. I don't. Oh, I'm going to have to look that up. Okay. I'm feeling really not smart today. It's Friday. That's totally fine. Oh, it yeah. Totally my brain fine. is gone. But um, it has a little carabiner. So it's a little, oh. like, cinch sack that has this, oh, what's that material yeah. that's plastic, but it's, like, coated material that's plastic. It's like picnic, <laughs> picnic table. Okay. Kind of. I get it. It, it. It's called something, like, oiled something i don't know but it's that Oil on cloth? the bottom and then okay. regular like canvasy stuff on top and you cinch it shut Neat. so your yarn can feed out through the cinch and then there's a carabiner so i can clip it to my person or my bag so is that a specifically for knitting bag or is it a yes. bag that you found no that is specifically a knitting bag Neat. and then she does a lot of knitting bags Oh, yes, she does. I see it now, and I see why you like them, because they're cute. Um, we'll put a link to this in the show notes. Yes. And I would agree that it's hard to decide if you're saying Chick A or Chica, but there's, I'm sure it's somewhere on her website. Yeah. But there are cool things here but with the zipper pouches. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. I'm getting excited here. This is yeah, bad. Yeah, I really, I really like her stuff. And you've never shared her with me. Great. That, was, that thing's a lot. I'm I'm sorry. I have I have two of these little like sacks. Yeah, they're neat. I see there's a single yarn keeper and that would be pretty easy to use. Yeah, I, what I have is like the go pouch. Mm -hmm. There's a quick draw project bag. Yes, that's that, it. Good okay. Job. I see it and it is. It's like a nice little It holds just one like 100 gram cake, maybe mm -hmm. a you know, a little thingy. Yeah, and it's like a stitch markers or a little something like that and then and That's it's it. reversible. Just... How cute. Mm -hmm. I like it. Yeah. Well, this is neat. Um, and you definitely want to keep your knitting separate so you can kind of hang it off the side. Just keep going. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And then I have a shoulder bag that has 
tons of pockets, so I have all the necessary things like I'm going to have Band-Aids and ibuprofen and Dramamine and Rolaids and all that stuff. <laughs> yeah, the, absolutely. The survival, Disney yeah. survival kit. That's that's perfect. Mm-hmm. Well, cool. Well, you know, one of the other things I have on my list to think about when you're traveling in the car is your light source. When it gets dark, do you just put your knitting down and rest or do you keep knitting? That's another reason I try and choose something really simple mm-hmm. that I don't have to look at. Because you're one of those people that can just go in the dark and keep yeah, going. Yeah, I can. Awesome. Wow. One I'm year trying. Driving, driving home from Asheville, it was it was like dusk when we left, so we didn't get home till till eight thirty nine o'clock. And I knit a whole hat. Whoa, w- including the decreases and everything. Mm-hmm. You just count. <sighs> boom, boom, boom. Yeah. Okay. I, have I told you the reason? I, I know how to knit without looking. I, I don't think so. Well, it was it was a purposeful choice to teach myself to do this. Mm-hmm. Because shortly before my great aunt died, she got this very strange stomach virus. It mm-hmm. attacked the lining of her stomach. And mm. then it moved on and attacked her optical nerve. Wow. To where within a week, all of a sudden, she was blind. Oh, that is so, so sad. And she was, you know, in her mid to late 80s, maybe even in her 90s at this point. Wow. And she was an avid reader, and she did crosswords, and, you know, all this kind of stuff that really requires your eyes for Mm -hmm. her hobbies. And I did not want my knitting to rely on my eyes. Yeah, that's that's very good thinking. I, I really, I would like to develop that. I haven't put in the time and energy yet I just occasionally like okay don't look for a while and try to do this and then you know I I look down and check and see that I dropped a stitch or something and I think okay yeah, forget you that you can feel too you can feel if you split a stitch you can feel for a lot of those things yeah I need to get better at that so how did you did you just kind of for a while choose to knit in the dark or what how did you do this like you said I would just take time and not look at my knitting and it would just be plain knit stitch just knit and I would just hold it I put like you can put like a cloth over your hands and keep it like under a blanket or something and knit under something like they used to teach typing you know you would put the piece of paper over your hands so you couldn't look and you had to type it's the same idea you practice without looking and then you test yourself by knitting in the dark or covering up your hands or doing something like that Wow, okay. And now I can do I can do ribbing, I can do stockinette, I can do, you know, moss seed stitch. But cabling, anything with a lot of shaping, like complicated things, no, I cannot do. But like a regular decrease for a hat, yeah, I can count to five decrease. Knit five decrease. Yeah. You know. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I think I'm going to make that a, a goal and and see how I'm doing on that because I think you're that's that's just very smart to do mm-hmm. and nobody knows what's going to happen and exactly. also like you said it's just it's nice in the car not to have to have a little light source it is because you don't have to bother the, bother the driver and yeah. like I said I tend to get just not car sick but just a little off yeah <laughs> when I when more. I do knit something yeah not like uh but just uh yeah <laughs> So it's nice to not have to look at my knitting when we're riding, especially in the 
the Mustang that we're taking because it is a small car. It's cramped. It's bumpy and loud. And you're low. Yeah. And you're low. And it's just, it's already an unpleasant drive. Yeah. Well, that's <sighs> good. <laughs> well, I at was least... hoping that we could rent a car, but it's mm. just not in the cards because it's yeah. so expensive to rent a car for a full week when we're not going to use it. Yeah. Because we're going to park it Sunday and then use the transportation at the parks. Oh, yeah. It, you'll park it and you won't use it all week. Yeah. So it's frustrating that we have to, you know. Yeah. Well, you have that reward waiting for you at the end, which will be nice. So on the drive down, you'll, and, and on the way back, you'll at least have your project to keep you company. Yeah. And I did a blog post this week about my playlist. Mm -hmm. Do you have, like, special music that you do for car rides no because we're all i don't know Oli puts on his music sometimes but sometimes we we listen to a book we were thinking this time we might actually listen to some terry pratchett um there's a young adult novel the we free men it's it's hilarious and awesome and funny and you know, the boys are the age where they can still enjoy it, but we enjoy it. So it's mm -hmm. a perfect kind of crossover. And you know how I love to listen to books. But this yeah. one, it's acted out well. It's seven hours, so it's just one way. But, you know, depending on mm -hmm. giving everybody a little bit of downtime in between. But seriously, if you if you want something fun to listen to, The Wee Freeman is hilarious. So, yeah. And it's Harper Children's Audio, so it's meant for children. Mm -hmm. But, you know... I have a, the idea that we free men are little drinkers. So I, <laughs> I, to, I don't know if I, it's just an impression I have, but they're, they're hilarious. So yeah, that's, that's the plan for the trip to mm -hmm. Maryland. Yeah. I, I spent a good day <laughs> curating a playlist. Oh, well that, that is cool. And you know, music is great in the car, but I guess too, between one of us being a huge, Irish and Frank Sinatra fan and then me with just liking spoken word almost in my podcast and the boys they're kind of eclectic so you can't make four people happy it's just not possible yeah you can <laughs> yeah you can because Adam, Adam and I have some similar tastes we like something in between country and folk Mm -hmm. But it's not either. It's somewhere in the middle. I, I would, you know, like James Taylor would yeah. be a perfect example of that. But he also likes some really heavy rock. Evelyn likes like poppy stuff. And I like everything. I'm mm -hmm. pro like I, I was saying in the blog post, I'm the easiest to please. Okay. I'll have so, to definitely go read this one. Yeah. So I put together about 240 songs. That might do it. Which is 15, <laughs> 15 hours of music because I like... I love that, you know, the start of the trip to the end of the trip, there's oh. no, you know, no repeats. If That's you put nice. it on shuffle, nothing is going to repeat. And there's enough buffer for any skips. If somebody really hates something, you skip it. So that, Okay, that's definitely good planning. I like that. Yeah, and I put everything on there from the Supremes to Flogging Molly. Oh, yes. That's definitely always on our playlist. Yes. Well, that goes um, with the Irish music. Yeah. And Dropkick Murphys. Oh, those yeah. Those were both on the playlist. <laughs> yeah, Oli would approve. Yes, I thought so. I yeah. put those on and I giggled to myself a little bit. Uh, a little bit. Just a little, a little bit. bit. <laughs> and, you know, I love the Flight of the Concords, so I threw oh, their entire album from their first season 
They are awesome. They're so yeah because funny. it's they're they don't cuss in any of their songs. You know that's the thing mm-hmm. that I've fallen down on as a parent is because it's music. I don't always catch a lot of things. So uh, Evelyn knows the words to some inappropriate songs. Mm-hmm. You know, big parenting fail. One of them is um, "Panic at the Disco." Oh. Their "I Write Sins, Not Tragedies," which was their kind of biggish hit from their first album and the content is (laughs) not appropriate some of the words are not appropriate but it's a really good song so sometimes i just glosses i just gloss over the fact Mm -hmm. that really a five-year-old should not be listening you know though it's always it's always going to be that way and kids just don't care the same way i mean as long as it's not like like outright screaming four-letter words when i was a kid i remember my grandmother getting pretty upset that i was listening to bad bad leroy brown (laughs) because you know he's the baddest man in the whole damn town yeah that's right exactly four-letter word oh my gosh and she she was not happy about that and um that one and um jeremiah the bullfrog yeah because he was a good friend of mine well it's when you share the wine and i guess that's Uh, how i've ended up on a podcast called colors and cocktails it started there (laughs) and i remember yeah i remember when oh gosh i can't remember which oh was it madonna or janet jackson showing my age (laughs) um yeah one of their albums came out and one one of the like big songs had a four letter word and in elementary school we were like oh, she said it oh my goodness yeah yeah cuz up until fourth or fifth grade i listened to what my mom listened to which i think mm-hmm. a lot of kids do oh yeah except mine was my mom's music was heavily like classical cuz mm-hmm. she was a piano player so lots of classical Particularly capital classical music, not little classical. You know there's a difference. Yeah. Okay, so big classical. Mozart, Haydn, that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Lots of piano sonatas. A little Chopin and Debussy. And then she loved her fusion jazz. Oh, yes. This is a woman who spent her 20s in the 70s. <laughs> so yeah. lots of Stevie Wonder, Chick Corea, Spirogyra, Foreplay, those kind of like very heavy synthesizer jazz how funny stuff so yeah i mean that stuff jazz has a very colorful history and has its own even you know the name foreplay i mean Mm -hmm. can say does a kid need to know that well actually it's f-o-u-r i know but the idea there still yeah you know it's because there were four four members in the band That's cool. I know. It sounds a lot dirtier than it is. But. Oh, well, you know. But at the same time, it's the double entendre, you see? Right. Right. Exactly. And I didn't pick up on that till yeah, I was much older. Yeah. When I, when I worked helping my grandmother out in her um, daycare, I'll never forget, We it was a little Christian daycare, and the kids would sing. We'd sing all the little songs that we sing with little kids. And we asked one, one kid what song he wanted to sing. And he said, I'll just sing it. And he stood up and he started singing, looking for love in all the wrong places. <laughs> and I'll never, ever forget that. And it was, it was so funny because I just, I just let him, I just went ahead and let him. He knew all the words and he had a cute little voice. So why not? Right? Yeah. Yeah. The, yeah there's, there's a song. It's one of Evelyn's favorite songs. It's called Lollipop mm-hmm. by Mika. I, I don't know if you know who Mika no, is. No, I can't say I do. 
Okay. Put it in the show notes for people to (laughs) look at. It's Mm M-I-K-A. So he sounds very much like Freddie Mercury. And he does this song called Lollipop. And you just need to look it up, listen to it. And it's very, very inappropriate. But the way everything's worded, it can come off very innocent. Yeah. (laughs) But Lollipop is a euphemism. Okay. Yeah, we'll let it go there. All right. Mm -hmm. Well, but it's such a fun song. Yeah, I just looked at the video and the imagery looks pretty funny too. Yeah. So. yeah. <laughs> well, I wanted to bring it back to knitting for a second because yeah. I know. No? No. <laughs> what? Don't of course. You? Yes. Of course. Well, I, I, because the holiday thing, I had a note here too because the Knitmore girls uh, have this idea of doing a Grinch along. And I, I have to bring that up because I know you approve. And the idea here Absolutely. is. Absolutely. Enjoy your holidays, put down your knitting for other people, knit for yourself, do other things for other people. Mm. You know, go bake a pie or do something, make other things. But no holiday stress, no deadline knitting, no, you know. Deadline knitting is the worst. It is. It is. And I haven't done a lot of it. I haven't made myself do much of it. But with that caveat, I'm still going to do some holiday knitting because I enjoy it. And it's not deadline knitting to me because it seems like, okay, I got a month till Christmas. I'm not going to be at my mom's on Christmas. So I can mail it ahead of time or I can mail it a little late and it'll be okay. So I think a lot of the the deadline stress, it depends on who you're knitting and what you're knitting for. And I think the key to holiday knitting is choose wisely. Like choose that quick hat. And bulky yarn that's going to take you three hours and not the lace weight shawl that's intricate lace, you know, that's beaded and going to take you a million and a half hours. And oh, I don't, I don't understand that. Well, uh, I mean, yeah, it's lovely to be able to give those things to people, mm-hmm. you know, to say, oh, I knit this special for you because I know you love this stuff, but <sighs> Yeah. Well, I think that if you're going to do something like that, like the yarn harlot did that amazing wedding shawl, that was something very special for a wedding. And presumably you only do that once in a lifetime. Right. Right. Yeah. The the holidays happen every year. Yes, they do. Now she does do something smart where she starts, she has a spreadsheet and she sets out what she wants to do for people very, Um, very early on. Yeah. And so she knows she has... 13 or 14 pairs of socks to knit. So she averages that out by the number of days in the year. And she has figures out how many socks to knit. Wow. How, how many days it takes for her to knit a sock. Like she has to knit a sock every 27 days, I think this year. Huh. We need to definitely link to that because there might be other people who enjoy that type of planning. I don't. I don't either. I'm not one of those people. And Mm -mm. I think I just like the, Sometimes, too, I knit something and I know this isn't for me. I'm going to give it away. I don't know who I'm going to give it to yet. Yeah. I just, when I'm done, I'll decide. I wore wore a cowl today that I had crocheted, like, over the summer. Uh Uh-huh. And I wore it and I realized this really isn't me. It's very pretty. It's soft. I did it out of um, Rowan. What -hmm. is their mohair? Uh, The Kid Silk Haze. Yes, Kid Silk Haze. And I did that way, like... Over the summer, and I wore it today. I was like, it's nice, but it's not me. So it's going to be gifted. Yeah, and that's perfect. When you're like, okay, I'm, it's ready to go to a new home. Yep. Wow. 
Yeah, okay. that doesn't happen much. I usually hoard my stuff. <clears throat> like I got out, <laughs> I got out just just in the hats that I kind of needed to wash. I got out five hats today to wash that are mine. You do have a nice hat collection, I have to I say. Do. I love my hats. That's funny. <laughs> well, if y'all are interested in the Knit More Girl podcast, check it out. And the Grinch along, they have little hashtags. I don't know how they're going to really do prizes or anything, but I think it's just one of those. We're just going to do what we're going to do and put pictures of us having fun doing other stuff. So I don't know. I like it. I do. I, I know. I know you like it. And yeah, I feel like it's a little anti-knitting. I don't feel oh, like knitting it is not anti-knitting. It's well, knitting isn't such a burden to me that I'm like, Oh no, I'm so no, stressed. It's not, no, it's not. It's not a burden at all. I would never say knitting is a burden. No, but I've just been burned too many times to knit for other people. <laughs> oh, well, I see your point there. I'm going to waste my effort on, you know, someone who doesn't appreciate it. That's right. Well, that, that kind of segues nicely into knitting mojo. This is something we talk about and people kind of go up and down with, but I've noticed that when we aren't around our, our knitting group for a couple of weeks, for whatever reason, or when someone isn't able to make it for a couple of weeks, they come back and they're like, oh man, I really lost my knitting mojo, but now I'm getting it back because I'm here. And do you ever, I mean, you've lost it briefly when you had life events and stuff, but I don't know. I feel like this one thing I can do because it is just so mechanical. It's not like mm -hmm. I have to be inspired. I don't have to be. I, I do. I have really? to be inspired by what I knit. Otherwise, well, it'll just get left and I'll start something new. It'll get left. I'll get, <laughs> you know, that's part of the reason I have so many projects oh. on the needles. You might be uh, working on something that's just like, ah, I don't like how this is turning out. So I'm going to I don't it like down. how it's turning out. I don't like how the yarn and the needles are working together or the pattern in the yarn or it's just not clicking in my brain. So I just, I don't undo it. I just put it off to the side because I think one day I'll come back to this and it'll be okay. It'll work. Yeah. It'll be you know, whatever's going on with me now will click later on. And that's happened. It's just, mm -hmm. I tend to start so many things in between that I don't get around to things that often. Yeah. And, you know, starting with the vocabulary yarn, I feel guilty knitting on some of these older projects because they're not vocabulary yarn. Well, I, I got, I'm going to release you from that because we have a stash and our stash has stuff in it that we didn't die. Obviously. And we need to use it and enjoy it. And it's just, you know, it's like deadline knitting. We don't have to have a deadline. We have, we're going to have enough samples for our booths. We can have other people help us and have fun with us. So, you know, let go of it. All right. All right. <laughs> I hereby proclaim it. It's just okay. It's just okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. It's okay. It's okay. Okay. Wow. Well, you know, one thing we haven't talked about. Cocktails. And it sounds like you're pouring something, are you? Oh, yes, a cup of tea. Oh, okay. Well, that sounds like a nice cocktail. I'm drinking my LaCroix water, so <laughs> this time I, we're, we're, I guess it's non-alcoholic cocktails. Yes, yeah, What kind of tea are you drinking today? Chamomile. Mm. I've had my constant comment twice today. I love that stuff. Yeah. Well, I didn't want to do too much on the caffeine front, so I made a big old pot, so I'm using my cute little tea cozy. Oh, we need a picture of that. Okay, it's not finished. Oh, I don't care. It's okay. so cute. 
I demand it. It will be in the show notes. Okay. <laughs> it I'll will. Take, I will take a picture. I'll take a picture of it on my teapot. Cool. Yeah. Because I still have to do the I-cord edging around the spout, the handle, and the bottom. And I just have not been in the mood to do an I-cord. And since I cut the steaks, it's fine. And I think because I started using it, my drive to finish it all the way has just gone away. Yeah. The mojo. The mojo. Yeah, the mojo fizzled as soon as I saw that it worked on my teapot. And I didn't really need to do anything else to it. <laughs> well, put something in your flask that'll get your mojo back. It has that magical look to it. You know? Oh, I, 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 mm, mm, mm. No? Drinking and knitting. <laughs> Does not work. No. <laughs> That's so true, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no. Mm -mm. The yeah. last time I really tried to sit down and knit something when I was fairly tipsy, if not all the way drunk, I, I looked at my knitting and there were two rows of knitting. And I couldn't figure out which oh, one was. Oh, no. That's, yeah, that's definitely. <laughs> which one to stick my needle into. I do not so. recommend it. <laughs> mm -mm. Mm -mm. And there are times that I have knit while drinking steadily, not super drunk, not tipsy, not really much of anything. But I've gone back the next day and I'm like, what the heck was going on? Just mistakes. Yeah. All over. Wow. That's funny. I haven't really done that per se. I don't think you're I very would. dainty. You're very dainty when you drink. Oh, am I? Yeah. You're not a drinker. You're a sipper. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I don't belt anything. I don't throw back anything. That's true. No, so. I mean, I, I don't throw back really, but sometimes it's just like, eh, I'm the only one here. I don't really want to put the cork back in the bottle. I'll just finish the bottle. It's not a big deal. Yeah. After a bottle of wine, and maybe earlier in the day, I may have had a cocktail too. You know, it's one of those kind like, of days. Oh, like, I lost I, count. It's yeah, one of those days. <laughs> it's one of those days that it's like, I'll just have a cocktail before Adam gets home from work or a beer or something. And then, then it's like, oh, let's have some wine with dinner. Oh. And the next thing you know, it's not time to knit. Not time to knit. Mm -mm. Yeah. After about two cocktails, it's not time to knit. That's funny. I do know when it's, you know, no-go time. Yeah. Well, you know, the, our, um, our flasks that I made for the group is just for our inner circle, but we are going to have the other look of it coming out soon because I think some other people are going to want that. I saw that um, one of our friends posted on Facebook and some other people were like, oh, how did I miss this? I need one. Oh. So, yeah, it's kind of going to be fun. I think we should do one that's a... You know, kind of a colors and cocktails edition. What do you think we should say on the G-rated version for other, you know? <laughs> I can only think of X-rated versions. Oh, gosh. Well, <laughs> you might have to send those to me in the email. <laughs> nope. Well, what we can say is that um, look on the site soon for some updates. And we'll have them up there maybe after we test ours and make sure that they're a decent enough product. Yeah. Yeah. So we have to make sure it's okay. Okay. Well, I hope you have an awesome trip. I'm going to miss you. Next week, we're not going to have a podcast. We're going to skip. It's going to probably be a little bit longer than a week because of Amanda's travels. And then we have Thanksgiving and all those good things coming up. But we'll we'll be intermittent, but we'll be here. Yes. And, and we'll try and keep the blog post. Yes. I'll keep that up today because we can do that 
wherever. Yeah, meanwhile, look for us on Instagram and Facebook. We'll be posting some updates there so you can see um, the progress of Amanda's um, sock knitting through Disney. Yes. And, and all the fun things that she learns about travel knitting that she can share with the rest of us who have trips coming up. Thank you so much for spending this time with us. Yeah, thanks, guys. Have a good Thanksgiving. Yes, see you next time. Bye. Bye. Thank you.